Dear Mama, you have so many questions, but not enough answers. You wish you didn't have to ask, and that's why I'm writing you this letter. You're not alone, you're not crazy, and I hope this helps. I see you because I am you. Sincerely, Mama. Hey, Mama, hey. We are back with another episode of Sincerely Mama. We are talking about surviving postpartum, but we we don't want to just survive. We want to thrive. So we are going to talk about some tips that I wish I had <laughs> and some tips that I used to thrive through postpartum, which I didn't really do, but I want you to do. <laughs> so you have taken all of the birth classes you have done all the research to prepare for the baby. I mean, you have studied from A to Z. You know exactly what should and should not go into the nursery. You are over-prepared for the baby. But are you prepared for mama after baby? Are you preparing for the postpartum journey? What people called the fourth trimester. Are you prepared or have you been preparing? So let's talk about some things that I believe you should think about while you are preparing for the fourth trimester. So baby is here and things have just gotten real, okay? You can't put the baby back in. No takesy-backsies. You're all in, right? Number one, help. You are going to need help. I know you already have put on your super mom cap and cape, and you are ready to do everything by yourself. But let me save you years of stress and time put the cape down throw it away throw the cape away (laughs) okay you need help you are going to need help from your spouse from your partner from your family your friends a postpartum doula look into hiring a postpartum doula i wish i would have done that because you are going to need help That is just the bottom line. You're going to need help. You have just delivered a baby. You're going to be tired. Your mind is going to (laughs) be different. So as much help as you can have will be best. So while we're talking about help, the second thing that I think is a good idea is meal prep. So if you don't have any help that is going to, you know, prepare the meals while you are there, it is a good idea to prepare the meals beforehand. So my first postpartum experience, I did this. I did prepare meals. I froze them and things were well. And I also had a couple of ladies from the church to start a meal train for me. 
And so every, I can't remember if it was every week or every couple of days, but someone bought us a meal. And during the time of my first postpartum experience, my husband was deployed. He left a week after my son was born. And so I needed all the help that I could get. Thankfully, my cousin was with me and I'm so grateful for her. And I'm really grateful for the group of ladies in my church group that set up a meal train for me. So preparing meals, so figuring out how you are going to get food in your belly (laughs) because you're going to make sure the baby gets fed. But the first thing that I know I forgot was to eat. My cousin kept telling me, you have to eat. So that's number two. Number three is real rest. Yes, you are going to need to get some real rest. Again, especially if this is your first child, you are transitioning into motherhood, something you've never experienced before. And even if this isn't your first child, It's still something you haven't experienced before going from one to two, two to three, three to four, whatever it is. It's a new experience. And so you are going to need some rest as much as possible, as much as you can, you are going to need to rest. Number four, the most important to me, (laughs) therapy or counseling. You are going to need to prepare for therapy or counseling. I think, especially if you are transitioning into motherhood, again, these are waters you have never tread before. You are going to need some assistance. I personally believe that it is really good to um, have someone that knows what you're dealing with so if you can find a mom that would be ideal I was so grateful so grateful which I didn't do this until my second after my second child and it was just so refreshing not to have to explain everything she's a mom she already knew and so that was extremely pivotal for me in my postpartum journey. I do not think I would have been able to make it had that not been a part of it. So I think you should invest in therapy or counseling for your postpartum journey because it's going to be different. You're going to have some different feelings, some different thoughts that you've never had before. And you're going to need some help navigating that. Again, as we talk about therapy, number five leads me to pelvic floor therapy, something that I wish I had done both times, but pelvic floor therapy. Again, if this is something that you don't want to hire somebody to do, there are tons of videos on YouTube. There are tons of programs that people sell that you can do that would be really helpful really really helpful because again your pelvic floor has just gone through some traumatic events right 
And so it's going to be vital that you begin to prepare your pelvic floor. Number six, exercise. For me, exercise, especially after my first pregnancy, after my first postpartum, I'm sorry, I'm getting tongue-tied here, but my after my first postpartum experience, exercise was amazing. It was revitalizing. It really helped me have an amazing postpartum journey. My first experience was great. I worked out all the time, like five, six times a week. I was running all the time. I really believe that's where my clarity of mind came from. It was, it was vital. The second time around, I did not have that desire. I love fitness, love exercising. I led classes, did all of that, but I did not have the desire to move my body. But moving your body is going to be great for your mental health and for your physical health when it's time. So, of course, consult your doctor or your midwife and see if it's time for you to do so. But exercise is going to be great for your health overall. As we talk about health, that leads me to number seven, vitamins. So again, the first time around, and I, as I'm talking about this, I'm thinking about how I don't know how I allowed the second child syndrome stereotype deals get me i i i hate stereotypes and i attempt to make sure that they are not real in my life and i don't know the first time again i continued my prenatal pills and my vitamins different vitamins but the second time around I don't know what I was doing <laughs> the thing the last thing I was thinking about was some vitamins but you are gonna want to continue your prenatal vitamins again consult your doctor I am not a doctor only in my mind and in my spirit I believe that I'm a doctor I've always wanted to put Dr. Jackie everywhere but I'm not a doctor so you are gonna have to consult your doctor or your midwife first um, but these are just suggestions. So things that I take now. CMOS. Again, do your own research. Follow your own convictions. But CMOS has been really great for me as far as energy. Because I, I mean, I would wake up tired. I would wake up tired and I just couldn't figure it out. But CMOS has been really great for me. I was taking a multivitamin, vitamin D, liquid vitamin D, liquid iron. I can link all of these below, but you're going to want to make sure you are getting your supplements and then make sure you are going back to the clinic, going back to your doctor to get those levels checked because I had no idea that I was deficient in some areas, but you're going to want to do those and number eight, sunshine. Sunshine is going to be your best friend. It helps your mental state. 
both times my son was born in the spring my daughter was born in the summer thankfully so it was really nice outside so I can go outside and it helped a lot again especially because you are homebound for six weeks and we are all familiar with lockdown <laughs> so that's what it seems like but because I'm a homebody I didn't mind it I was trying to get my midwife to <laughs> extend that for me but you're gonna want to go outside you're gonna want to get some sunlight sit on the porch take a, a light walk again consult your doctor or your midwife but sunshine is gonna be a great friend for you and it's gonna help you mentally this is part one we will come back again and do part two we'll bring some guests in and see what tips they have for your postpartum journey what worked well for them but these are just eight starters that i believe are vital for a successful postpartum experience i am so glad you joined us and fridays are so much better with you mama Take care, and we will see you next time. Thank you so much for joining us. If you found this episode helpful, do me a favor and share it with another mama. Subscribe to this podcast and leave us a five-star review. Also, connect with us on all social media platforms at Sincerely Mama Podcast. Remember, you're the best mama for your children. We'll see you next time. Sincerely, Mama.